Welcome back to Joystick and Mouse video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by crossing the gaming community with me as always is Diddy. Howdy, folks. And J Dimes. What's going on? Gentlemen, welcome back. It's been a couple of weeks since we've done this thing live uh, due to just a bunch of different crap going on. Uh, but we are excited to be here. It's May 24th, 2021, episode 107. Holy crap, by the way, that's a lot of episodes. Um, hey, uh, ask me if um, if you can handle the truth. Can you handle No, you can't handle the truth. Uh, that's what Epic is saying, and its final arguments concluded in the court case between them and Apple. Uh, we break down what has been uh, revealed, what it could mean for the future of the game, of video games, as well as talking about a nine-foot Victorian hottie on this episode of Joystick and Mouse. Gentlemen, um, first of all, good to see you guys here. How's, how's everybody feeling today? Um, is everybody having a great Monday so far? Uh, sure. It's a Monday. Yeah. It's the best day of the week, Monday. right? New opportunity, new new great stuff to look forward to. You guys, it's Monday a week. Really, it is going to be a week. I will say that <laughs> it is going to be a week. We're going to be going up to Ohio at the end of the week. Actually, I'm really looking forward to this because we're um, now that we're, everybody's vaccinated, we are going up to Ohio to see uh, uh, Deanna's family who hasn't met Jake yet. So I'm really, really excited about that. Everybody's might, vaccinated. Might I be able now. to get a favor? Might yeah. I be able to get a favor? Uh, potentially. Are you all going to go visit that uh, that butcher that makes those sausages, the rice? The rice sausage guy? No, but do you want do you want a rice sausage? I've got four I've got four three or four sitting in my freezer if you really want one. Oh man, no, I don't want to take what's left of, of the wonderful sausage. I'll just like I guess whenever whenever your father in law makes another order, man, just tell him to add another box it. and I'll pay it. I'll, we don't it. like we, we order from there. It comes from, you know, a butcher up in Ohio. And these for everybody listening, it's like a rice sausage. It's um Chudica is it's yeah it's very good it's kind of spicy like spicy in the way of like clove and I don't know cinnamon and like other things within it and rice and beef and everything else and you cook it in the oven you don't I mean like I've thrown it on the grill I've actually smoked it before but it's the best thrown in the oven uh at 350 for an hour and a half and here's the key thing everybody slathered in Crisco that's right, lard. You put lard all over the 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 inside of the the c ceramic bowl or whatever you're cooking. Not ceramic, but you know, like the little bowl. Yeah, thing the, pan. Yeah, the pan. Yeah, the pan. And, and and also you rub it on the 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 sausage itself. So you're basically frying it in the oven. In the oven. Yes. Yeah. Yo, listen, no, Crisco gets a bad rap. <laughs> But we still hey. keep the sticks in the house, like when we're baking. Yes. And you use it around the the baking yeah. pans. It, yes. It's, the Lard only thing is as good as crypto. baking thing ever. It's, it's great. I, I don't know if you guys are old enough, but but my grandmother and mother kept a Crisco can beside the stove. Mm -hmm. They say I'm a grumpy old man. My mother keeps yeah. one under the microwave. Yep. Yeah. I, and that, Vanessa buys the bars, but like, yeah. Yeah, we get the, we get the bars. She'd be, cooking, she'd be cooking eggs or something. She'd take a spoonful of stuff out throw it in the, throw it in the frying pan and cook yeah it. oh my it's good it's yeah good. yeah yeah oh I my goodness i don't know yeah. if i could do that in my eggs not, i might not, I can't do it anymore, not a whole but, lot but it's like you just put put a little uh, bit there for the eggs take, to cook know, in sure there, you know, like it's the same thing as putting oil down essentially it, it kind of yeah. because after it melts into the 
Japan or whatever, you know, it's fine. But we're going up to Ohio and it's going to be really fun. So Yo! shout out to everybody up in Youngstown, Ohio. We're looking forward to seeing you. Um, I know some of those folks up there listen to this episode uh, look at, look, or listen to the show. So looking forward to seeing everybody. Um, on top of that, some other exciting news. Uh, our YouTube channel, uh, well, it's really my YouTube channel, but everything that happens here with Joystick and Mouse, everything gets published up there. We now have hundred and over 150 people subscribed to it, which is super awesome, which means that YouTube Ooh. has given us the ability to name the channel. So I've now got youtube.com slash Alex Albisu there. Uh, so that's exciting. It's not like a bunch of random ass letters and numbers and, and code and everything. So this means that people can easily find the content that we put out. And so uh, thank you to everybody who has uh, helped out with that. That is awesome as we're putting up a lot of content from this show as well as everything going on with the dad chronicle and then all the video games and stuff that that i play on twitch and that we do collaboratively there's going to be a lot more of that stuff going up there so if you're not already subscribed consider doing so it's super easy and it's free you head to youtube.com slash alex albisu um the, the next milestone i'm trying to hit is a thousand subscribers there i think that'd be really rad so big thanks to everybody who's helped out with that um Diddy, MRI results. Talk to us about yeah. your health. So, so I told you it's going to be a week, right? Yes. So, um, I, I told you the story of tweaking my knee. Mm -hmm. um, I got the MRI results back, and this Wednesday I go see an orthopedic surgeon about repairing the torn meniscus. Oh man! So, fortunately, I did not tear any ligaments, but I did tear the. Uh, meniscus and i have a bunch of floaty things and bone spurs and other stuff in there that you should sue the out. mattress manufacturer because <laughs> they didn't put an edge on it <laughs> yeah 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 listen they gotta they gotta put a notice of the danger Do that you could be in used to have an edge yeah. you should talk to deanna deanna got her um had surgery on her meniscus back when she was 16 15 or 16 and her dad had it too uh bad knees on that side of the family there i was gonna um, say how did deanna deanna uh blow out her meniscus soccer just mm, a lot yeah, soccer of soccer will do it yeah and yeah. You, know, you played so soccer didn't you yeah, I was yeah, gonna say. I've been playing, I played for 30 years and then a refereed for about 20 after so Oh, well, they overlapped. But, well, the good know. thing, like, nowadays, they end up doing it where you can get, like, the little holes drilled in, like, like a couple yeah, of, like, little or orthoscopic, right, surgery? It's all orthoscopic, Like, yeah. Deanna's dad has, like, gashes in his knee where they had to, like, slice him open and stuff. So that sucks. Um, Hold on. Did, yeah. did, did, did he get his done while he was in the service, or was it before? Um, yeah, it was while he was in the service. Yeah, listen, I've heard horror stories of... Yeah. Of knee surgeries. Like, yeah. Back in the day. I got it's better yeah. now, but like Yeah. It's much better now. Yeah. And uh so so that's Wednesday. Thursday, I caved. Verizon is coming out to put in the gigabit Ethernet on on Thursday. Um hold on everybody. I actually, round of applause all around. Yes. So but I, I, in my defense, I am not paying for them to upgrade. I told you you didn't they have to. They waived the fee. Did they really? I told you they would. I told, listen, yeah. they want to sell that gigabit. Yeah. So bandwidth. you get all that cloud gaming now, dude. Yeah. 
all that cloud gaming well, you need to do. Yeah, and actually, I'm having somebody come out to put to run hardwire upstairs also because all the stuff's in the basement and our office is upstairs. So we have somebody come out and run uh, hardwire so we get the full gigabit uh, nice. experience. Good for you. Upstairs. Yeah, that's so. something that I, I actually want to do eventually is just run Ethernet throughout the house. I think that that would be helpful. But yeah, yeah I, wonder, I wonder how much that would cost. What, in, um, in my house or? Just in general, like how much? I can tell you what it is in a townhouse. <laughs> how much is in a townhouse? It's about eleven hundred dollars. Yeah. That's... How many rooms? Four. So you're you're having you're getting four drops put in. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, now, see, lot. I wondered because in well, my okay, house. Well, okay. So let me let me. That also includes a little bit of electrical work too. Some minor electrical. Oh yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, in my house, I feel like it shouldn't be that bad but because the main drop is in the basement, in yeah. an unfinished in an unfinished section of the basement. So it's 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 very accessible, and then they'd have to just fish it up, right, right, See, into a couple of rooms. As a homeowner, I <laughs> I have this problem with with thinking in nineteen nineties terms of what stuff should cost <laughs> when you have it done at your house yeah yeah um it the last 10 years i've i've definitely had to take a look at what i estimate things will cost having them done around the house because the estimates we get are usually about a quarter more than i think they're gonna be yeah that's the way it is for me too man it, it is what it is, but hey, it's better than, you know, it's better owning your own home and having the say in what you get done. Man, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I think that shit is overrated. Oh, <laughs> dude, I love it. I love it. I'm, I don't know. I'm a bit of a control freak there, in that regard. There Listen. are times where I'm like, man, I wish I lived in a condo. Listen, when, when we had to get that sewage pipe replaced. Fix the damn thing. <laughs> uh, dude, that was that was half I, a forerunner right there. Half you know a forerunner. We just took we took that insurance. We, we yeah. went to the, uh, who is it? It's not, it's funny. It's not the water that gives it to you. It's the electrical company, electric I, company. Yep. Yeah. I, we need to do the insurance. Yeah. We were like, you know what? We could pay for this for 30 years and it still wouldn't be as much as having that fixed once. That's so. right. That's right. It's worth it. Well, uh, gentlemen, here we are. We're back here streaming live, twitch.tv slash alexalvisu, um, and we're going to be talking about some of this uh, crap going on between Apple and Epic. So why don't we do that? Let's jump right into the news. It's time for the news. What's the lawsuit about, really? Epic and Apple are... Um, I'm sorry, Epic sued Apple for banning Fortnite from iOS over a direct payment system for V-Bucks, Fortnite's in-game currency. But what was behind that? And there's um, there, there's a lot of articles on the Internet just kind of explaining what kind of happened and, and what we're referencing is um, we have a bunch of different articles. And there's one that we're looking at from, yeah, here it is, Wall Street Journal. That, that does a pretty good job explaining it, but we have a bunch of other articles that we're going to put in the show notes and stuff. So if anybody wants to like deep dive a little bit bigger into this or deeper into this, that's totally fine. You can. Um, but, but really, you know, what the problem that Epic had was that 
uh, Apple was taking money from Epic for the V-Bucks spent in a game like Fortnite. Uh, typically, Apple takes some, some kind of a commission because you're using their service for their app store, and they want to be able to take some off the top for using that service and having access to their numerous customers using the app store um, for uh, sort of like a platform for, for this purpose. I've kind of gone back and forth on how I feel about this, to be honest. But at the end of the day, I think that where I land on this is that I think Apple has full rights to claim any type of commission, especially if it's contractually agreed to when people sign up for the app store, that they take a certain cut off the top because if you didn't have Apple, you wouldn't have access to that group of people using iPhones, which is you know the most popular phone um, out there, right? Um, can, I, can I have a grumpy old man moment? Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. They say I'm a grumpy old man. I right, go ahead. I don't understand how Epic Epic is acting like they didn't know the rules of the game when they signed up. Yeah, right? it's I, I not agree. like Apple came in and changed the rules on a midstream. They have been collecting that percentage since the first generation iPhone. Yep. Most notably the oh, Kindle yeah. app from Amazon, where they said, listen, you can sell your books, but we're going to take a cut. And Amazon said, we won't sell our books through the uh, through the app store. Easy well, enough. They knew that. Uh, they, yes, knew they knew it. That. They, yes, they did. They knew it. And they did it on purpose. I don't, they... under I don't understand how you can claim some sort of harm when you chose to go to a platform, you don't then get to be mad because you don't like what the platform does. Like, this is what you sign up for. Well, I think they signed up for it thinking this is wrong, but we need to be on this platform, so we're going to do it anyways. I don't even and think then, you can say it's and wrong. And then they got into it, and then they got into it. Well, okay, so... So the whole point of what it's really about is what it's really about is epic missed their financials for the two years prior to this well wait till they get the legal the legal bill said, for this they said well yeah i'll come back to that in a second <laughs> <laughs> they and they said how do we get that? how do we recoup that how do we make it so that we do hit our financials and they said you know what we need a bigger cut of what we're getting and so they said, they said, we're going to challenge Apple. We're, we're going to take them on. And so they, they admittedly put in a workaround for the, um, for buying the apps through the, through, through the app store on purpose so that they could take Apple to court over it. This is, this is what I don't understand, right? Yeah. Let's say they win. And 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 win. no no no, I'm just saying. Like I'm going to play devil's advocate because I'm trying to figure out how Epic thinks this works out in their favor. Right. Let's just say they win. There's nothing to stop Apple from just not approving their app. Th yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But That's the well, thing. The well, but then they can sue Apple and say there's no, no reason for them. No, not you couldn't. No, you can't. It's a private. It's a private company. Like you have, you well, have no right to access and that is to their part store. Of the, 
that is part of the issue in I was sort of wanted to talk about that later, but that's sort of part of the issue, right? Is that Apple has a monopoly over what can be used on their device. Allegedly. Everyone has a, a, a monopoly a, over what can be used on their own platform. What, and that is one of the big things that they are going after is they do not want these companies, Apple, Google, um, no, like, Amazon, whatever, to have that. Yes. That's a slippery that, slope. I yeah, think that's... If, if you tell a company that they don't have the right to run their business, I mean, listen, I'm not talking about like the black and white stuff, right? Like yeah. when we talk about like race, gender, sexuality, all, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying like a company has a right to set their terms and conditions of business. Capitalism, baby. Right? App, yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, this is essentially to an extent what got, um, what was that conservative uh, social media app? Bart Bright? No, 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 um, no, 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 no. Uh, You know what I'm, they got, they got kicked out of everywhere. Um, Parlor. There oh. it is. Parlor. Yeah. Parlor. And I'm not saying like Epic Game Store is, Epic Game Store is not Parlor, right? But what I think that situation, the reason I bring that situation up is that, like they, th those companies said, "Hey, the way that y'all are doing business doesn't match with the way we want to do business." Nah, nah, nah. You gotta go, right? You just like, great. Listen, these companies have have collated these huge audiences and collections of customers that people want access to, but those companies have a right to decide whether or not you get access to them and under what terms. But is that right? Just I think because, so. yes. I think so. Just yeah. because we yeah. don't agree, just because we don't agree with what Parler was saying, just because we don't agree well, with no, now, stance on a lot of uh, things. I I think it, it wasn't a like my my issue. I think the Parler thing, Parler, Parler was, if it had just been disagreement. Yeah. yeah, if it had just been disagreement is one thing. Like there was there was a whole violent instance, violence instance there that I think pushes it over the edge. Yeah, I was about um, to say it's not it's not as black and white with that. Yeah, that was that was more of a disinformation yeah. thing that but, they were not. Yeah, yeah, telling it. the truth. That's I don't it. think you. I don't think you get to come in and say we want to use your product, and we want to use it the way that we want to use it. No, you use your, you can use the product, but you got to follow the rules everybody else does. Yeah, I I agree with that perspective, and I and I think that what we see in this example, and uh, this is kind of displayed in in the articles that we're going to reference, but uh, Apple is clearly kind of taking lead here. Uh, Epic's not succeeding necessarily in their no. plight to, and none of these Apple other companies the want them to. Google no, doesn't want them no. to. Um, no, nobody else wants, wants no. the epic to, to So, Diddy, do you, you think know? do you think that there's a a reason for Epic to have some kind of a case here uh, mm -hmm. against Apple? Is there a reason? Yeah is there is there, there a valid we, argument here? Well, okay, the, yes, there's a valid there. Their lawsuit is not valid. They breached the contract with Apple. They they they're in the wrong. But I don't think they were after that per se. I think they're after the whole 
I can't sell things in my app. I can't even point. I, I can't even point you somewhere else to buy it inside my app. I can't tell you go to the website and buy it at all. Period. I think that's what they're. You can't. I think you can do that because you I cannot. believe Amazon does that with Kindle books. No. And all they say is you cannot purchase this. Uh, this is not sworn, purchasable within the app. I could have sworn that. And and actually, I've read several articles that make a big point about that. Is that you that it breaches Apple's terms to say go to the website and buy this. Yeah, explicitly, and I think implicitly. Like if you look at uh, Twitch subscriptions, right? Like and. If you were on your phone, if you're watching this right now live on twitch.tv slash AlexLBC and you're a Prime member, typically you can subscribe for free to your favorite channel. Like you could do that here if you wanted to. Wink, wink. Anyway, so if you go into your computer, I'm sorry, into your phone and try to do that, there's no way to subscribe for free because what that does is it breaks the terms and conditions between, you know, like with exactly what Diddy's saying, right? Like, but, but. You could do you what could they do, do with Audible on their on your computer. Like I could right. go to twitch.tv slash Alex Albisu, hit that subscribe button, and it can give me the option for a free subscription using my Prime membership at no additional cost or whatever. And and, and, and also bits are more expensive using the phone versus the browser because of that. Yep. Because of that commission. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. Cause these companies still and want to make their they're the same amount of money, no matter what, you know, no matter who's taking the commission on that side. Right. And so, and I personally think that's what it's all about. I think that's really what Epic is after. Epic is after being able to send people somewhere else. And that goes far beyond but, Epic right. and but is there, are there people that don't know again. that is is what you do like i don't even understand that that's a win like do the pe are the people playing fortnite do they not know that they can log into the website and do that and it'll show up in the in the ios app it's an extra step that they have to do yeah, but they're not. I mean, people are playing the game. And they're like, "Oh, that. Oh, hey, that skin's really cool. I well, want to get that." Well, but no, by no, the no. time what? they get to the to the website, they're like, eh, "I don't know if I really want that." Well, okay, maybe I misunderstood what you were saying, Diddy. I thought you were saying is that you think what Epic is after is not being able to direct people back to the site. You cannot put a link in your app that links back to your site. Right, right. Like, and are you saying is, that that's what they want is to be able to that put that exactly link? Exactly what they want. Yep. If they can't sell but it my inside point their is, app, my point is, I don't think there's people that don't know that. Yeah, there like, definitely I'm, are. Like, I, I feel like there are a lot of kids out there who want to be able to buy their V Bucks because they got their little gift card for their birthday, and they want to be able to buy something and and use their the the phone and you know like because they might be playing there yeah but they i don't think they would be able to redeem that gift card in the app anyway like they if they have a gift card the easiest way to redeem that gift card is going to the website yeah but i think the foundational the, the fundamental thing is is that you should be able to use your phone to do that for that experience and that's that's you can, the, you just can't use the app. <laughs> You've got to use the web browser. Right, but again, I don't think that that's as intuitive to some people as I think you're expecting it to be.
right? I, listen, I I'm going to say this. The audience that plays Fortnite are probably the most tech savvy people in the world. They I can figure goes, this out. I think it goes way beyond Fortnite. This goes to this goes to Amazon. Okay, let me let me book. let me this let me reiterate. To... Let me let me rephrase this. The people that are playing these video games on their phones know how to do this. We're not talking about grandma and grandpa and the 45 year old oh, no. who's not computer savvy right. those no. people are not the people playing on their phones diddy yeah, knows exactly how to do this i don't know what you're talking yeah, about yeah but but don't don't think about this in the terms of fortnite or rocket league or something think about this in the terms of of candy crush or or farm bill listen no or, i i will stick to what i said the people that are playing Candy Crush and Farmville know how to do this. Oh, I don't know. The grandma that is playing Candy Crush knows how to do this. Nah, she knows that she does matches the three, and if she wants Listen, to, if she to buy five to get, more, if she managed to get herself an iPhone, <laughs> set it up. She not set that thing up. Crush, she got her. She called her nephew uh, came over. Yeah, and I went over there and I set that shit up for her. I signed in. I still got that fucking sticky note with her goddamn password sitting right there, sticky noted to the side of her goddamn laptop, Jade Dimes. But but listen, <laughs> the grandma that is walking around with an iPhone or a Pixel, they have enough tech savvy to figure this out. All right. I don't know. These I, aren't, maybe, I don't I don't think these are the audience. I don't think these are the people that Epic thinks are losing revenue because they can't figure out go taking the extra step. I, now, I, now, I, if yeah. you tell me now, if you tell me that the people that they are concerned with are the are the third world, the third world country folks where they use their phone as their computer. And that's the only device that they have, and that it's just not easy to do the whole thing on their phone. I might lean with you there, but I also wonder: Are these the people buying V Bucks? I just I don't know that the overlap well, is the same place. Bottom line, bottom line, when it comes to this case, whether or not the why or whatever it's about behind to lose it, epically is what's going to happen. You see what I did there? They're going to lose mm. epically. They're going to lose epically. And they're, they're going to be responsible for another company's legal bills. And they're not. And they're going to be further in the hole. Exactly. They're not. It's not. It's not okay for a company to come in and be like, this is the way that you need to do business for. I mean, like, that's why you negotiate contracts or whatever. But for a platform like the App Store that Apple owns that pumps out, it's it like, what was it? Fifty seven billion dollars of, of mm -hmm. revenue, according to one of these articles. It's an insane amount of money. They don't need Fortnite on there. Like, they don't. They don't. They really hey, don't. I, I want to point something out, and we've never heard anything about this, but I guarantee you that a backdoor deal got done. If you go into the Audible app, within the last year, there's been a change that was not there prior. If you go into Audible, you can actually now buy audiobooks using your Audible credits. And a year, year and I, a half ago, that I, was not an option. 
That's in true. some yeah, kind of way, that. Amazon yeah. worked something out with Amazon with Apple that let them use credits that were purchased or earned outside of the app to I, pay for books. I don't I know what the can, deal was they gave them. I think you can only use the free ones. No, I use my. I'm. A, I'm. An, I have an Audible membership. I pay and you have your credits. You can just plop right, 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 right. Did yeah. you get so many a month? Right. Right. But I, I so haven't always been able paying, to do that. Right. You're already paying the $9.99 or whatever it is a month. Right. And you get, that gives you free, three free books? One free book. It gets you one, one credit month. per month. Okay. Um, I believe you are allowed to use those. I believe if you go and buy more credits, you are not allowed to use those. Well, I haven't been able to test that out yet. I think that's the way it works. Yeah, because Mrs. Diddy made a comment about Hey, I can use my credits on my phone now, uh, which couldn't before. But I guarantee so, you, there was some something they I mean, worked but, something but out. But this is Epic versus Amazon. Yeah, yeah. If there's anybody that they're going to do a deal with, it's it's going to be them, right? Um, and, and another thing that was talked about in in some of these articles were you know some of the the financials that that Apple is kind of tight lipped about. You know, one of these numbers, and I and I'm looking for it right now like that 50 plus billion dollars of app store revenue 50 Ins billion it was insane billion um, with they like be 56 Hold on. this is what they this is what they scraped off the top or is this total sales uh, it might be revenue i mean either either okay. either way it's their budding services business oh, man i can't believe i can't find this anymore um because i was reading some of it i mean it's just Billion. insane the amount so, of money and, they're and, making and, and this is what really prompted all this right because because fortnite blew up so fortnite was the thing it blew up right epic made what did they say uh five 13 billion <laughs> off of fortnite um right after it blew up and they want a bigger piece of that pie now I don't know what it was. Yeah, here it is. iOS, the, the iOS to other platforms. So the uh, the trial hasn't yet revealed how profitable Apple's App Store has become. Apple doesn't disclose the store's financial results, but it is an important part of the company's steadily growing services division, which generated fifty-seven billion dollars in revenue. Um, the success of the services, coupled with the iPhone's ongoing popularity, is a key reason why Apple currently boasts a market value of 2.2 trillion more than any other so, u.s company so and and here's where i'm like apple look i know you're you tout yourself as a premium hardware company who overprices everything just for the sheer you know aesthetics of it but disagree but the do something couldn't you do something here? Couldn't you like, you know, give the dog a bone here when it comes to developers in your app store? But you know, I think they, I think they may, but I think they may in certain cases. I think Epic just poked the bear. But here's the thing, like, yeah, maybe, but but also, I've let's never not... heard of them giving anybody a discount. Oh, but listen, but I'm sure hold you on, never will. On, like, that's on. probably part of it. Hold on, I want to, I want to, I want to talk about something. If if apple is providing a service they have an app store they have a huge audience 
if they're taking a, a good chunk off the top, you know, 20% of 30. 30%. So that's still, they're still opening the door to a lot of people. And what we have to remember is that that 30%, you know, I think people look at that as like, oh, they're price gouging people. Like it might be premium, but it's premium for a reason, right? Like this is the, this is economics at work. Like you, you price a thing for what it's worth. And I think that if a lot of these companies can either look at it as, oh, Apple is taking way too much off the top, or they can look at it as Apple just opened up the door to a huge number of customers that I never had access to in the first place. And that is actually something that they talk about in, in this court case very specifically for Epic. Epic went on and on to Apple and Apple like brought this forward as evidence. Like Epic was like super appreciative of the support that Apple had and, and kept praising Apple um, before this court case ever began about how much opportunity this brought Epic. And that's the big thing that people like at face value, this seems like Apple's gouging them. And, uh, but I, I think that this is just Apple taking their due share. It's not like they're asking for 90%. I think 30% of the cut for owning and maintaining a platform that will continue to push and pump out their product, the, the product of the app developer, absolutely fair. And also I supporting an, an, an uh, ecosystem where ad revenue can continue pumping into some of those free apps or premium apps that still support ad revenue if they wanted to. That is a huge win as an app developer. So I don't, I don't I think buy it. A, I think there's a reason that Apple won't publish their financials for the app store. <laughs> you think you think that they're they're making like an extraordinary I amount that think that they're seems making, ungodly? I think they're making ungodly amounts of money off of it and good because they deserve to make a fuck ton of money because they just they revolutionized what it means to have a smartphone and an ecosystem and an app store they created that shit that's incredible like they deserve like if somebody else can do it better kudos to them and this isn't me you're, just apple this isn't me just apple fanboy my anti-apple soapbox aren't you feel free i you you, you know where how, you know where tim and i how, stand on that. how how anti-apple can you be with the amount of apple products i know look at this guy he's uh, he's coming in he's like i just bought an I mean, macbook air I, I converted to apple the iphones reason, the reason i have any apple products is because of mr diddy <laughs> that's the only reason but i figured if i'm going into the ecosystem i'm going in the ecosystem yeah, but, and people people but, say it's very expensive, and I think it's very uh, that it is expensive, but it's also an ecosystem where, and we talk about it a lot on this show. It's like you fucking plug and play. I got this brand new iMac, fucking plugged it in, started working. I had all my shit back. It was great. After that fucking iMac broke, the reason Apple is Apple is because they have better marketing than anybody else. They have better marketing and better designers, mm -hmm. better. Better and visual, and sir, visual, this is why they take that money off else. the top. That's right. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yep. As a consumer, I am totally fine with that. Because somebody is going that extra mile. Hardware. Um, uh, debatable. Who has, better, who has better hardware, sir? Oh, Pixel's a much better phone. 
Uh, they don't sell more units. That's because Apple has better marketing. Still, it, maybe. I don't. But but I, at the I, end of the day, I could go find. I could go find. It's not selling. It's e- selling hundred PCs. It's selling a hundred PCs more powerful than that new iMac at half the cost. Oh, I believe that is. Yeah. Uh, well, no. Yes, you can. You absolutely can. Absolutely. You think you can? I have an i7 eight core processor in here with a Radeon F. What was it? FX 5900. Oh, man, what was the graphics card in this thing again? I mean, it's an, this was an expensive computer. Um, it's a 3.8 gigahertz, eight core Intel i7, eight gigs of RAM, which I'm upgrading to th- how much? 16, I think. Um, and a AMD, yeah, Radeon Pro 5500 XT, eight gigabytes. Solid graphics card in this, by the way, for what it's used for. For this is this is just a video pumping out video machine, but it would go for about a thousand dollars less if you were to build it yourself. Probably right, Diddy. Right? Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a thousand dollars less. But you know why I paid premium for this? Because Apple has excellent support. the The ecosystem of everything just fucking working. It's great. I will gladly pay, pay premium for that sort of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and that's why they are where they are. Yeah, they, they have. I'll, I'll I'll say this about Apple: they they listen to their customers better than any other company, possibly in the world. Yeah. Yeah. They they know what people want and they give it to them. And they do. They make sure they charge them for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. And, and you That's, know, so so here's a perfect example. The new IMAX or yeah, the new iPads came out. Mm-hmm. I freaking gorgeous, gorgeous machine. And you know, I got the MacBook and it has an that M1 in it. That M1 chip is really really nice. Very quick, responsive, all that kind of stuff. And I said, you know what? I'll look at trading. I have a MacBook or a God, an iPad Pro that's a couple of years old. Um, I think it's only two generations ago. But for me to upgrade it to exactly the same iPad, just with the new chip in it, would have cost me like $850. And honestly, it's just not worth it. Not worth it's, it. It's just, it just not. But that's the, that's and, the thing. Like Apple wants you to freaking hold on to your shit. Like that that iMac that I had before was a solid six that. six years seven mean? years old. Why would they not want you to upgrade? Because because part of the sales pitch for an Apple computer, and I've said this to everyone that I've ever encouraged to buy, is that you will not be back here two to three years from now. The, uh, the general public will not be back two to three years from now to buy a new computer. Yeah, that iMac that died on it didn't really. And this is the thing. It, it's I'm saying it died on me. It didn't really die on me. It was just it was starting to chug a bit because technology and demand what did and you everything. Do with that iMac, I traded it in for this one. Oh, okay. they gave you the, they got, gave you money. Yeah, three hundred dollars for it. For, yeah. for this. I mean the, the MacBook Air <laughs> that I got, I gave Will when I got this my new macbook pro i mean it still works there's nothing wrong with it he was playing DD with us the other night on yeah. it it worked yeah. it runs great it was nine years old yeah like, i mean but it's you know like 
that and that you know going back to the topic at hand like when you when a company like apple pay asks you to pay premium like same here with their app store man it's like you you get it for the the the, the whole shebang right like there's a lot uh there's a it's a lot deeper than i think a lot of people necessarily take into consideration um and, and just kind of moving along like from a from um the the actual court case itself um they talk about how much they epic talks about how much they made off those free games diddy do you want to talk about this piece uh they didn't make a lot <laughs> let's just put it that way so so yeah. everybody that has epic so some great stuff has come out during yeah, this yeah, I, i've been following so it's been fantastic but um one of the things that came out was what epic spent to provide those free games that they provide every week so i i know i've i must have 50 games oh in god my epic. so william gets them every week yep and I, I'll, i'll bet you i've played two of them but will plays them all like yeah. i don't think a I've lot played of any play of them, them but will plays them all yeah uh they spent a shit ton of money <laughs> to, to put those games out and i think overall they've made uh i forget what the article five million i think five million total i mean yeah. they've, they've paid over they've paid over 530 million dollars for those games and this is a four billion four, 40 sorry 40 billion dollar company yeah epic is yeah but they're well okay so they're a 40 billion dollar company think about this they're a 40 billion dollar company that made 53 billion off of Fortnite. And it and it yeah, so it cost Epic approximately $2.37 per account. Um right. and yeah, that's, that's why they're doing it. That's why they're giving away the free games is that they want to get people into their ecosystem. Yep. They want to bring in users, get more accounts, and for them to spend $2.35 per person to get the accounts. That's that's a no-brainer that's that's uh that's cheap yeah uh their ad revenue if they spent that on an ad revenues they wouldn't get anywhere near that many people so that's why they you know do what, it. You, you know why i'm conflicted people. is that i like i like epic like epic is responsible for my favorite game of all time well um, what gears of war oh gears yeah war. okay yeah yeah, yeah 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 um I forgot that they made Gears of War for a hot second. So, yeah. A hot second? It was like a hot. It was a hot second. It was a hot, like, like searing hot. Like, to the point where, like, I touched it and I forgot for how hot it was. I was like, they made, what? I think they did the first. First three of they them. They did everything up to Judgment. I think mm -hmm. Judgment was an epic was an epic game. No, no, no. Wasn't, um, ju wasn't Judgment the one that you don't like? Like, the bad, like, who? It is, but I think it was still epic. Oh, and then, right. and then. Four was the first one after they sold it back to Microsoft. Yeah. That's, that was Coalition. Yeah, Coalition. Um, yeah. And I think they've done like a great thing with the Epic Game Store. Um, I think it's great competition for Steam. Uh, and I, I like that they've given away, you know, they've given away games that is not something that you see Steam doing a whole lot of. Nope. Like, yo, here's a free game every month. Not, um, not 
definitely not the level of game that they give away too no yeah that's the other thing like some of these games like you get them you're like oh shit i was gonna buy that like right like um, and, and here's what i think epic should do if yeah. they are if if money is really that tight i think they should charge five bucks like make a five dollar subscription to the epic game store you get two free games every month instead of one instead of one yeah yeah i and i would probably give them the five bucks would you even no. though I, yeah i would i mean just because i know will plays them you know yeah what I mean? like, yeah that's I, solid. I don't yeah. really but i know will plays them. yeah yeah that, that's, um that's but nothing. i i think i think this lawsuit is one they don't have a chance of winning and i think it's a really bad look see i don't think i think they know they're not gonna win I yeah, think they why, had to. Have, why, but then that's the way I think this is. It's a waste I, of money. Yeah, they are spending like, I don't a think ton. So. Of, how do you figure? Because their legal bees for this has to be in the millions. Oh, they probably spent five hundred million on legal fees. Then what's the point? That's to a forty to a fifty. What is forty-one billion dollar company? That's nothing. Listen, well, it is nothing, you're, when you're it, talking about you're not making your revenue. And, and you know how much much press they've gotten out of this? This is on yeah. the news. This is on I mean, this is the same reason news. like not to get not to get too political, but this is the same reason that like Trump uh sent his lawyers after everybody and their mother all the time when somebody would like no, I think I think he thought he, he I think he thought he could win those. I I, I think Oh, I don't agreed, but like but think <laughs> about he knew that he he was either going to win it or he was going to get some kind of press about it and there people were going to be talking about him. And for a lot of people, business people, politicians, if you're on their mind, you're making money. Right? Like And I and I Yeah. I think if Epic Epic feels like if they get anything out of this they get any type of concession out of this um that it's a win and it was worth it and yeah. they'll make that money back i mean I, if it were my business i would <laughs> i'd be like all right apple you get your money like it, it is what it is uh i don't run epic so <laughs> I, I don't know man i mean the other the other yeah. thing though like about this that was very interesting and i appreciate you putting this in here diddy because this is another topic that comes up a lot during our conversations is that, you know, the Epic versus Apple trial uh, documents detail Xbox console sale losses, Sony's cross play deal. And we nailed it on this show. We nailed yeah. it. Yeah. Xbox is always sold at a loss. Both um, of them. Both. Yeah. 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 Yes. Agree. Both, both of them. them. Uh, Sony PlayStation 3 as a console was estimated to have lost $300 on each unit sold. Um, yeah, yeah, they've always sold. They've always sold at a loss so that you would buy the games and get the money from the software, the publishing, the uh, the subscription services, all that stuff that we talked about. I loved how that was kind of brought into all this, kind of as supporting evidence, you know, to to mm -hmm. how all the the, the industry works. Um, and I, are and they I love still that that was... selling at a loss? Like, are they selling? Yes. Because I thought I had read that Series X was not being sold at a loss. At a loss. Over $300 per unit loss on their newest series. Both Ooh. companies. Yeah. But they're they're making yes. way more than that back by subscription revenue over the course um, of several 
you know. Like, well, listen, we keep telling you, like, Microsoft is not out here trying to outsell you on consoles. They're out here mm -hmm. trying to sell think, you subscriptions. Yep. I think the other point of that, though, to, to take home is Apple has never lost money on hardware they sold. Oh, yeah, they refused. Never. No. Never, ever. That's why they freaking sell everything at, you know, $2,700 or whatever this thing costs. Um, that's why your new iPad costs fourteen hundred dollars. It's insane. But, but by that same token, the fact that I know, and I can't always say this for Xboxes or Playstations, I have full faith that the Apple computer that I buy is going to last. Yep, I agree. I agree. I haven't had to replace an Apple computer left and right like I have other pieces and, of and i'm gonna even say this i don't even buy new macs <laughs> i buy i buy refurbished the other than the imac that i bought while i was working there i have never bought a brand new computer from really hmm. not ever yeah that's good i buy the refurbished every time save that little bit uh, of oh no that yeah no that one was new i was gonna buy an open box but it they didn't that actually was yeah, less I look yeah. for those refurbished yeah. every time. I I was when when I went to buy the MacBook, I was looking for a refurbished one. I was gonna I think I'm gonna buy an iMac and and I couldn't tell there was anything like I this thing didn't look like anybody had ever used it before before I got my hands on it. So no, and Apple does a really good job selling pre-owned stuff. From my experience doing that too, yeah. My dad has bought pre-owned apple stuff and has had no problems like it's it's yeah. like buying new um you know i i was kind of in a position as a content creator where i was dead in the water i didn't have my rig being able to pump stuff out like i needed it to and i had stuff going on for top podcaster and um for youtube and like other stuff that i was making and i i needed something so i went down to the store <laughs> and, and got myself a computer um but yeah use is not a bad choice either um i want to i want to shift us a little bit to this full stream ahead how does this affect cloud gaming all right so could this open so, the door for the cloud gaming services to challenge apple on selling games from their services what are your thoughts diddy oh yes yeah I, I would have said up until so i don't know how how close you guys have followed this up until the last two days of the trial, I would have said no. I'd have said it's not going to change anything. Yeah. But the line of question, because this is a bench trial and the judge is going to make the decision, the line of questioning that she put to Apple made it sound like she thinks Epic is full of shit, <laughs> but they have a point about not being able to redirect somebody to their site to make purchases. And I still don't think so, that's a win. I think that is a huge win for them because they don't have to pay the 30% for the in-app purchases. And I think if somebody is in Fortnite and they can click, you know, it's a link, but it's a to them, it's a button. Oh, buy the skin now. And it takes them to the website and they can buy it. I think that's a huge win for them. Mm -hmm. What are your I thoughts, Jay? I think it's Jay? a huge win for them, and I think it's a huge win for everybody else because that's why uh, uh, Stadia got kicked off of iOS. That's why they all got kicked off. That's why they they you know had to make workarounds for putting a link on the desktop. 
I I think it's a huge win for all the gaming companies. I I I would not be maybe the judge allows that, but I again don't think it makes any difference because I think the people who this impacts already know how to do that. You're putting way too much faith in the consumer. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And it, I mean, and I'm a consumer. What? Like it was. I yeah, I know. But you're also a fucking genius. Okay, so I, I no, I'm not that <laughs> yeah, smart. You're I smart. but calm down. I think these people are tech savvy enough to know this. I I I think anything less than them being able to keep their thirty percent was a waste of Epic's time. I want to hear from everybody at home. If you've been listening to this conversation and want to weigh in, email us, joystickandmouse at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts um, because uh, this has been a very divisive conversation in a really good way. So I appreciate the conversation, boys. This is good. This is very good. And and with that, I think that it's time that we shift our efforts to talking about my beloved nine-foot-tall uh, Romanian goddess, Lady D. So, uh, Diddy, why don't we do that? Yeah. And the reviews were so mixed. They were surprised. Diddy, tell us about uh, Resident Evil 8 because right. I have thoughts on it. So, so I, uh, I forget what I, uh, I finished Valhalla and I said I needed something completely different. <laughs> and so I went and played Resident Evil 8. Um, and, and it's good. It, 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 it's good. It's, and, a correction it's it. very 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 good we'll so, beat that game in two days here's here's my take don't play it on casual casual was too easy what did he say don't play it on casual casual was too easy it didn't offer any challenge whatsoever um i don't know i've died uh once so far yeah twice, once I, twice I, maybe twice twice maybe i I died maybe a total of four or five times until I figured out a boss mechanic and then it was it was simple. So yeah, I would say don't play it on casual. Um other than that, I actually thought the story was a little lacking for Resident Evil. Resident Evil is supposed to be about, you know, umbrella company. It's supposed to be about them being, you know, being you know the real evil and it just wasn't and and i don't want to try to give too much away but yeah don't because i'm still I in just, the middle of it and i know that you're playing and but it just it didn't feel resident evilish if you know what i mean well yeah and i i thought the same thing of seven um so ju just my perspective before jumping into too much of it uh i i was pressured <laughs> I don't want to say pressure because a part of it was like my desire to, but I wanted to play resident evil seven. Uh, part of it was because resident evil eight was coming out and I wanted to just kind of jump back into the universe and the world. I really enjoyed playing resident evil two. I thought that that was a fantastic game, just a really, really good game. Um, and I, and uh, frankly, I, I tried playing resident evil seven, uh, when it first came out in 2017 and I was so fucking terrified I couldn't play it and uh, I ended up getting my buddy Turbo Tweet, uh, our friend Justin uh, uh, to, to hop in and play with me while I, or to watch me while 
I played and it made it a lot easier to to, to play. And, and if you're watching on Twitch right now, you can see some of the live playthrough of our Resident Evil campaign. But um, <laughs> the 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 uh, the Resident Evil Seven was really. I, I, I said the same thing, Don. I was like, where's Umbrella? Like, where's the zombies? But what you, but w without going too far into it, because I think that everybody should play Resident Evil 7 before playing Resident Evil 8, and I don't want to give away too much, but there's more to it than just Umbrella, but Umbrella plays a role in a very subtle way. Um, and I think the same could be said about this, uh, so you I, know, without saying too much uh, about it. I've never I, played, I didn't play 7. Okay, it, this is a direct sequel to Seven. Direct sequel. And and Umbrella plays a role in that. In a way that, that you don't really anticipate it to until you get to the end and then you're like, oh wow, this really plays. They're really doing something world building here. And so to me, that's where I really appreciated it. Um, and then when I was... Um, playing this game jumping right into it the first thing that i noticed was like it's a beautiful fucking game it's uh, gorgeous yeah. absolutely gorgeous mm -hmm. um especially well you you have it now too especially with the ray tracing yes oh my god bro this is one game where um also the dlss yeah dlss and ray tracing on oh my god stunning so Just this is this stunning. is a um this is actually like optimized for new consoles right like because yeah. of the ray tracing all that stuff um it, it is optimized and it and you can tell bro they're using the same engine they're using the re7 oh, what are they're, you playing on sorry what are you playing on my 37 I'm playing on pc yeah, yeah, yeah i'm playing on pc, PC too yeah. so so they're they're using the same engine from resident evil 7 but you can tell like they they're really pushing the engine now to what it could actually be because of the ray tracing and a lot of the other stuff that it's capable of doing now. Um, but so it's graphically extremely impressive. I also like how and resident evil seven did a good job of this where it's not explicit. I'm sorry. It's um, what am I trying to say? Yeah. It's it's not explicitly zombie, but it's implied zombie staying true to Res Resident Evil 1 and some of the other Resident Evils mm -hmm. in the past. Going into this game, I mean, you could see here, like, there's some werewolves and shit. I don't want to say too much else about this. Yeah, I was trying not to get into, like, the the monsters themselves. And... But, you know, it very much plays on the, the vampire werewolf theme, but there's more yeah. to it than that that really leads into some of the, the zombie stuff, I think. What, which I like. I like that part of the story. I... I... I, I like that part of the story. I just thought they could have done more with it. And I, you sort of got it at the end. I would say that, like, for me, going right into Resident Evil 8 from playing Resident Evil 7, I had a tremendous appreciation for Ethan Winters, the character that you play as, his current life situation, without talking too much about that, and where he is at that point, versus where he was at the beginning of Resident Evil 7 and setting him up as a protagonist, you know, just in the grand scheme of Resident Evil, just like you would Leon or or Chris Redfield mm -hmm. or, or, or Claire Redfield or any of those people, right? Like, and the fact that he, like, 
that Chris Redfield and like other people from the Resident Evil franchise, like you continue to see people like that in these later games where you de didn't necessarily expect them um, at, at first glance, I think is really satisfying. So I, I, I think what I'm trying to say is that I'm appreciating the bigger story building experience that I'm getting in these Resident Evil games, especially going from seven to eight. Uh, than I have in the past playing Resident Evil games. And I knew that all the Resident Evil games were kind of connected, but um, perhaps it's the visceralness of the first-person experience bringing that into play for me, but um, I, I'm really, really enjoying the ride for this. It's scary. It's not as scary as 7, I think, but in a, it's, it's still scary. I didn't find it scary. I, oh, really? I, even, even jump scares, I maybe got startled a couple of times. Dude, 7 but... was fucking terrifying. But, terrifying so consider this a middle movie what <laughs> so so consider did, this a middle mo middle movie video game diddy what what i want you to do is head to my youtube channel i have the entire playthrough of resident evil 7 on there I, i've uploaded uh, everything I'll, watch I'll, it and I'll see what you it. think you, you want to play it or are you, are you gonna I'll just, yeah I'll, I'll just go play it and, and that's the thing it's free on freaking game pass that's how i play yeah, it's it on game pass I've never played any of the Resident Evil games. See, they're, like, they're good. I got up to five. I played up through five, I think. Um, and I don't think I think I missed six, and then I just sort of got out of it, fell out of it. But um, well, the 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 games got to a weird place. Yeah. Um, thematically, like they were like you know kind of monster movie more than like psychological terror sort of deal you know what i mean so i, I don't know like they they kind of lost me for a little while because it was it was more actiony than than scary but this game these games really bring back the the terror and the horror uh aspect of it and feeling helpless in some cases which i i really love that experience i think that that's really really fun and plus god bless lady d because she she is just the best she's the big giant lady who chases you around a castle and uh we have a lot of fun there <laughs> without yeah. saying too much go you can watch everything uh my, my playthrough so far we're gonna be streaming it again live tomorrow oh. night uh tuesdays at 8 p.m 8 30 p.m eastern we're gonna continue the resident evil 8 story there so so how far are you? Uh, without saying too much, um, you can go a number of bosses if you like. Uh, let's just say that I want to pull a lever, and uh, I need somebody to give me a hand doing that. Okay. Hey, did either of you buy the Mass Effect Legendary Edition? No, no, I did not. I thought about it, then I figured. I won't get around to it anytime uh, yeah. soon because I got unopened games sitting over there by my <laughs> I mean, That's me too, dude. That... Too many. I got too many. Fair enough. Fair too enough. many games to play. Did you Did so you get it? I'll wait for it to go on. No, I've never played any of the Mass Effect games. Oh, they're brilliant. Uh -huh. um, Some of my favorites. And I thought about playing just, you know, because I know they're all on Game Pass, but I'm like, I don't really want to look at them in old resolution either. Well, Mass Effect, well, Mass Effect 3 is one of the greatest games. One I've of the made. greatest, bro. One of the great. Mass Maybe. Effect 2 and 3 But are I can't the best. just start at 3 or no, 2. I gotta you have to start one. at 1. No, no, no. no. You got to start at 1. You have to play them through so that you get 
and by the way, with one, the the combat is not as good as two and three, yeah. but you still, for for the sake of like what that story means and some of the the world building that you get to do and the player agency there, like that is worth. Uh, it's worth finding every nook and cranny in one, even though it's a a less a less good game, <laughs> a lesser game than two and three. It's still yeah, good because that, it all that background. And it all translates, bro. Like to have the impact that it has. Everything that you did in one and two actually like makes a difference in in three. It's wild. And if I remember okay. correctly, you 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 carry your characters forward. Yes, that's that's my point. So like, all the all the decisions you make in one matter because you're you take that character and you take them into two. I miss Bioware. Ugh, I miss Bioware. That's good old Bioware right there. Yeah. Before EA got to him. Yeah, before EA got to him, guys. Anyway, we've uh, this has been a long show, but I do want to uh, say thank you to you gentlemen for an awesome conversation. So let's go ahead and clap it out. Oh, what, what, wrong one. There it is. Uh, everybody listening at home, um, thank you very much for being here. If you'd like to contact us, you can email joystickandmouse at gmail.com. Head over to joystickandmouse.com where there is all of our contact information. Um, also, next week... Uh, Memorial Day, we will not be streaming uh, live and doing an episode. Instead, you will get a very special interview conversation that I had with um, Dominic Myers, who is a game studies scholar. He and I talked about the state of the gaming industry, supporting indie developers in the state of like telling stories and inclusivity in gaming. And so, so like, I thought that that was really, really cool. Um, so stay tuned for that. I'm going to be editing that this week to have it queued up for Memorial Day and everything happening here in the States next week. So that should be a really fun conversation. And um, we'd love to hear everybody's feedback on that. Uh, let me think. That's it, gentlemen. Until next time, Diddy. See you later, folks. J Dimes. Take it easy. All right, from me, be good to yourself. Be good to others. So long. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>